Hey, budgeters. Welcome to another episode of Sensible Chat. I'm Sensible Bobby. Thanks for joining me. We spent the last six weeks creating a debt payoff plan and following through on that plan. Now we're going to focus on how to speed up the process by growing your change. But first, we have to find the change. You know, it used to be so easy to find spare change. It was all around us in couch cushions, our pockets, vending machines, payphones. But now that we're using less cash, it's a lot harder to find. So let's focus on finding change in our budget. Now, last week, I promised I'd show you how to update your spending plan. And that could be a great place to find spare change. So let's start there. We're going to be looking at your spending plan and your budget on YNAB. So if you're listening to the podcast, jump on my YouTube channel right now so you can see exactly what we're doing. You can see the spending plan here on the left and your YNAB budget on the right. We're going to start with the spending plan. And this is our second spending plan for the month for the period of March 16th through March 31st. And that paycheck is coming up in about a week. So what we want to do is go line by line and just make sure that we still have all of the money for the expenses and bills that we're going to need to spend during those two weeks. So let's start with rent, which is $1,000. And unless we've had a rent increase, that's going to remain the same. So we'll move on to the second one, which is your credit card. And this particular debt is a minimum payment because this is not the debt that we are focused on right now. So that remains at $75. The next one is Netflix. And this one can go up sometimes. Right now we have it at $20. If it has gone above that, then we need to change that. If it's still below that, let's leave it the same because we always want to budget high. For now, we're going to leave it the same. The next line is groceries. And we are planning on budgeting $200 for the next two weeks. That means we need $100 per week for groceries. Let's take a look at our budget and see how much we currently have for groceries. So looking at our YNAB budget in the grocery line, we have $116.69. That's a bit more than we need for the next week until we get paid again. So we could take the money from the budget and move it, but instead let's leave it there and plan to budget less when we get paid. So here we're going to change $200. We're going to subtract that $16.69 from our total $200 that we would usually budget. So 200 minus $16.69, we come up with $183.31. So we're going to change this line in our spending plan to $183.31. Now we can see that our total expenses are less than the $1,400 of our paycheck. So that gives us spare change that we can put toward our debt. But before we put it anywhere, let's see if we have anywhere else on our spending plan that we can find some spare change. Gasoline is the next one. And we have $100 there planned for the next two weeks. That means that we are spending $50 per week on gasoline. Now let's look at our budget and see how much we currently have. We have $50 in that budget. And that is what we need for the next week. So we're not going to mess with that. We need to keep that there. The last line on our spending plan is save for personal loan. This is the debt that we are focused on paying off right now. So this is where all our spare change is going to go. We've already put $5 aside for that. And now we're going to add the spare change that we found from our grocery category. So 
we had $16.69 that we took away from groceries. And we're going to add the $5 to that that already exists in our personal loan category. And that's $21.69. So I'm going to put $21.69 into my spending plan. So now you can see we're right in line. Our total expenses equal $1,400, which is the same as our paycheck. And we managed to find some change for our personal loan. That's great news. Now let's move over to our budget and see if we can find more spare change to add to that payment. Let's go ahead and establish a budget line for this and call it spare change so that everything we find we can put into that category and we'll be able to see how much total we came up with. Now let's go through our budget line by line and see where else we can find spare change. Starting with rent mortgage, there's nothing available in that category. So we move on to electricity. Now electricity is one of the bills that was due earlier in the month and it's already been paid. Let's go and look at our first spending plan for the month to see what else we put aside money for during that paycheck. You can see that there are a lot of bills here that we put money aside for on the first of the month. And we went ahead and paid those bills early even the ones that were due on the 20th and 27th. Even though we haven't hit that date yet, it's just easier if we pay all of the bills at the beginning of the month when we have the money from our spending plan. So looking back, you're going to see on the budget, you're going to see a bunch of the bills have already been paid. Starting with electricity, we budgeted $150 for that and we spent $135. That left us with $15. So that is spare change. We can go ahead and move that money into our spare change category. So let's move $15 to spare change. Okay, now the next one is groceries, which we already discussed. Yes, we have a little more than we need for the next week in here, but we reduce the amount that we're going to put in for our spending plan for the next two weeks. So that's going to balance out and we need to leave that alone. Next is the cell phone bill, which we budgeted $150 for, but we actually paid $147.10, leaving us with $2.90 available. So there's some more spare change. Let's go ahead and move that to spare change. Next is internet, and that was $125 budgeted, but we paid only $120.78. So there's another $4.22 that we can move. Now, gasoline, we already discussed that we need to leave the amount in there that exists right now. Car insurance and homeowner's insurance, these are actually savings accounts right now because we're saving for when they're due next year. So we don't want to touch those because if we do, we may not have enough when they come due. Skipping on to car payment, that was $250 budgeted and we spent $250. So there's nothing available there. Nothing available for the personal loan right now because, again, we paid that early and that is what we're trying to find more money for now. So we'll put some more in there later. The credit card is due on the 28th and you can see on the spending plan that's coming up on spending plan two here that we are planning on budgeting for that when we get paid next week. So we don't have anything that we can do with that right now. Netflix, same thing. So we're going to skip that. 
And then we have some other categories down here that are, again, saving for things that are coming up next year or saving for things that happen interchangeably during the year. So we don't want to mess with any of those categories at this point. But we do have TurboTax down here. Now, remember, we budgeted for this. It was one time only because we needed the software to do our taxes. So we budgeted $60, but we only spent $59.95. So there's another five cents that we can put in our spare change budget. So now we're at the bottom here. You can see that in our spare change category, we've managed to put $22.17 in there just from spare change that we collected from our spending plan and our budget. That is great news. So we're going to go ahead and move all of that into our personal loan category. Now we could leave it in the spare change category, but we're finding it specifically so that we can put it toward our debt. And if we leave it in spare change, there's a good chance that we might end up using it for something else. So if we move it now, it's safe in our personal loan category. And the next time we go to pay that debt, it will be sitting there with any other money we've managed to add to it for an even bigger payment. The more you pay toward your debt, the quicker you'll pay it off. Obviously, because the more you pay, the less you owe. But also because the less you owe, the less interest you're going to pay. Here's another simple way to reduce the amount of interest you owe. Make multiple payments throughout the month. It's a trick I learned from my favorite CPA, Michelle Kagan. She says that even if you pay the same amount per month, but break it into multiple payments, it will reduce the amount of interest you owe because of how it accrues. You can find more information about this on the interview I did with her on the Budgeting 101 episode from January 2019. I suggest making a payment each time you get paid. This is when you're paying your bills and looking for spare change anyway. So as soon as you're done with that and you've moved all your spare change into the debt category you're focused on, make a payment toward that debt. Another simple way to reduce your interest is to call your credit card company and ask for a rate reduction. I wish I had known about this when I was trying to get out of debt, but I've talked to people who have done this and it's worked for them. The worst they can say is no, but sometimes they say yes. And if you're thinking about a balanced transfer offer to completely wipe out your interest, be careful. This can be a very useful tool, but it can also be very dangerous. We'll cover that next week. Now you know some of my secrets for growing your change and cutting your interest. If you've got ideas, let me know. I'd love to hear them. If you need help with your budget, get in touch with me and let's work together. You can schedule a free consultation with me at sensiblechat.com. While you're there, check out my blog post series, The Diary of a Budgeter. Thanks so much for joining me today. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and connect with me anytime on MeWe, Parlor, LinkedIn, Gab, or USA.life. Until next week, remember, do the math, live the life. Mm -hmm.